name of just want to say and acknowledge and pay my respects to country to community to elders and ancestors of beautiful cubby cubby country that I'm on right now and calling you from the my walk on the beach and I'm down here for the next I've been down here since Tuesday to do some trauma-informed work for uh, a course called developing a trauma-informed workforce and with the intention to bring that knowledge and teachings back to my work that I do through Kilalana, not just for the Aboriginal community and the youth that we work with, but in all the work that I do, in corporates, in telling my story. And I've been having some hard stuff happen at home where there are some people who are actively working to break down what we do at Kilalana through um, dishonourable ways, not in culturally strengthened ways, but more from their own hate, whatever they want to, whatever you want to call it, and also actively um, diminishing Kilalana and me in front of some of our young people, making our young people uncomfortable and going, well, we don't know what to do with that. And here's what I want to yarn with you about. What you think of me is none of my effing business. And I'm really needing to own that in this season because in the trauma training that we're doing, the first day I was good because I was like, I know this stuff, I'm healed, I'm ready to meet this moment and learn how to do this stuff better for other people. But here's the thing about this type of work and showing up is that it's always about doing the work for yourself first so that you can then hold space to do the work for others. Because you can only hold space for others as far as you have come yourself. You can only take people as far as you have gone yourself. And you can only teach and share what you have and who you are. And in this training on the second day, so there's been, I got a phone call that a community member is actively um, seeking to take away from my program and has done so by going, oh, but didn't you know what they've done? And hasn't, but the same person had the cheek to reach out to me to ask me to do some work with them, but then is actively behind my back trying to take away from the program and take away something that they know will make it hard for us to deliver a service that we do. And then I got a phone call from another young person saying that, um, an older person in the community had said some really had said something derogatory about me and questioned the integrity of my work and how I'm doing it as the leader of Kilana. And I became really, really activated through that. And I came into the training yesterday carrying all of this. And we started off the day with a practice called Waiapa, which is Aboriginal mindfulness and movement. Um, and it really grounded me and it was held beautifully by the by Tracy Hardy who is the founder of Wattle Seed Nutrition is a First Nations woman absolutely amazing and powerful facilitator and holds a powerful space um, and she took us through the WAPA where sharing the space with um, there's eight of us in total plus two facilitators or two guides and 
Um, that really grounded me and really cracked me open, you mob, in that the wiper takes you through the elements of earth, wind, moon, um, Billy or the eagle, like creative spirits. But the three elements that woke me up and really spoke to my soul in that moment and my spirit was Billyra Eagle, water and child. And Billyra reminded me and brought me back to, I've got my, I'm known as the Barkindji warrior and my dreaming for that is Billyra the eagle. And is that Billyra is a predator. They're not sitting there waiting for permission or to be liked by other people. They know what they are here to do and be and they just go about being that and they let the other beings go about their business too and they also have the power to soar above the sky and take a higher perspective and they are strategic with where and how they choose to use their flying time to get their prey, where they build their nests, etc. So all the learnings all the knowledge that I need and all the guidance I need is already on country and in culture. It's about creating a space for those lessons to be, to be felt, to be learned and to be applied because you don't have wisdom if you're not living it. And the water spoke to me because of my relationship to water and cleansing and the being at the sea but I'm a freshwater woman is the power of connection we as women birth our children through our birth waters. We are birthed through our mother's waters. And it's cleansing and it brings me home to self, to country, to purpose, to culture, to ancestors, to women's business. And the child brought me home brought me home to Ngamika, the the coil of my being, of, of that I was born and created to be a mother. I'm becoming a law woman, a wisdom holder and a guide. I'm already a creator. I'm already a warrior. I'm already a mother. Now it's I'm learning and feeling this calling to become a law woman. And that's my ancestral calling. This is my journey to walk. And that's so this this grounding really took me through that. And it really cracked me open. And in the session, I just had a breakthrough and I I allowed the tears to come. I allowed myself to be witnessed in what is really hard in this moment, knowing that people are actively seeking to hurt me and the work that I do through the young people that I work with or who choose to work with us and come through the doors of Kilana. And in the, in the training, there's um, I think there's 11 values and protocols, reciprocity, respect, resilience, Resonance, rights, and I can't remember the rest off the top of my head. And the one thing is, is that someone in the group wrote about resilience is that to be resilient is to be able to respond in the moment from your new self and your aspirations rather than your old selves and your old habits that no longer serve who you are becoming and where you are going. And I really sat with that around going... What you think of me is none of my business. And my old self, particularly when you come for one of my my kids or you come for someone that I protect or serve, would have been to fight. And I mean literally go around to that person's house, call them out and have a physical fight or a challenge was my old response because that's what I knew. 
that was what had been role modeled to me. And that's how I grew up. That's how you asserted yourself. That's how you protected yourself. That's how you took your power back was by making sure that no one talked shit about you and you called them out on it. However, this time I decided to act differently. And, but I was still really vulnerable and cracked open yesterday, which meant I was really raw. And that's the funny thing about this type of training is that, like I said, I thought I was good. I thought I was here to learn about how to do this for other people because I'd already reached a level of grounding. Well, the ancestors and my old people were having a good laugh at me with that one, weren't they? Because in order to do the work for others, you need to be able to do the work for yourself first to have integrity and alignment, to ensure that what you are doing is from a place of service and doesn't put you at risk of doing more harm than good. And there was, there's some fellas in the group and they have this, they, some of the truths and the seeds they planted and gifted to the group and the circle was that one young fella says, look, all I can do is be my truth in the way that I show up, in the way that I serve, in the way that I work. Because by being my truth and serving from that place, I can do my best work. I can do my most powerful work. But if I'm trying to be what other people want from me or what I think I should be rather than what I am, it diminishes and puts at greater risk me doing more harm than good. And that's really powerful. And then the other fellow was like, we are all free to make choices, but we are not free of the consequences of those choices, good and bad. Now, being the founder and, and the, the leader, the managing director, the employer, the everything of Kilana in this point in time is that I'm how I respond to these things and acts of lateral violence and acts of violence and harm will be role modeled to them about how they should act and respond. And like I said, my old self, my old protective behaviors would have been to fight, to carry on to maybe go on social media and justify or call that person out or whatever. But in this moment, my resilience allowed me to have a space where I could say what I felt like I needed to say, all the surface level stuff to really clear everything out from my initial trauma response so that I could breathe and feel all the feels and then really ground myself to be able to respond from in a way that would be of service to my future self and the responsibilities and those that seek and look to me for guidance and role modeling and who I set an example for. And then there was another person who said something derogatory about me and I've mentioned that already, but again, I chose a different path this time. Instead of focusing on what these people think about me, I chose to build the young people up who were in those situations to say, hey, Let's focus on what we're here to do, which is to create Kilalana to be a space that is about empowerment, that is about self-determination and sovereignty. And self-determination and sovereignty to me in this moment is choosing how I want to respond rather than reacting from my old selves and my old habits. I don't need your drama. I don't need your bullshit. And I actually don't give a fuck if you like me or not. If I've done something wrong or I've done something harmful, or that you have questions and you have the courage or the gumption to bring it to my door and into my space. And if after sitting with you, I believe that your intentions are to want to see my work or me to become better, I will consider that and I will want to do better. But if you are not here, if you are not bringing problems into my space and challenges to help me get better, to be better, to do better, then I'm not here for it. 
If you're only here to cause drama and harm, not here for it. But if you are here to do harm, trust me, there will be consequences for your choices. And the old people will hold you accountable for those consequences. And if there are other consequences, for the consequence for this person is that I will no longer be sending work their way. I've cut them off. And Kilana is something so powerful already and he's only going to grow. I am growing my resources, my networks, and my gift of reciprocity is bringing all of that back to my community and those that I serve. But if you are not an honourable person and you have intentionally tried to harm or put at risk what I do and those I serve, you will not see any of the benefits or the ripple effects of that. That is, that is a huge consequence because I bring a lot of money and opportunity and doors to open to the spaces that I walk into because of the work that I've already done, who I am, but also where I'm going and who I'm becoming. So I really had to sit with that resilience and that res- responsibility and that respect. I have enough respect for myself to focus on healing and coming from a healed place and a place of service and accountability rather than reactions and old traumas and taking on other people's bullshit and drama. However, I'm also not going to sit back and allow you to deliberately and intentionally harm those that I care about, those that I serve and what I'm here to do. Because when you harm Kilalana, you're only harming those that we're here to serve and that I will not allow. But I'm going to do it from role modelling, acting from integrity, acting from alignment and congruence. And by focusing on what I'm here to do and being in, a, in alignment and integrity, which doesn't mean I'm not going to make mistakes, but I'm not making mistakes intentionally and I'm humble enough and willing enough to go when you're trying to do great things, when you're, trying, when you're, when you're actively being change in the world and you're creating change and you're doing something that other people are not doing or not willing to do, you're going to make mistakes. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You're going to let people down. You're going to hurt people. But the integrity and the courage is in owning those mistakes, is, is in showing up to those lessons and doing better next time. And I understand trauma. I'm understanding more deeply every day. But I am not responsible for your trauma. I am not responsible for your bullshit and your hurt. You are responsible for that, particularly if you are an adult and you are actively seeking to harm places that are safe spaces for young people. And acts of lateral violence are not welcome in my world and I will do what I need to do to protect myself and those that I love and serve by building us up to be resilient, by building us up on strong values and on strong culture because my old self would have responded with fight, hurt, shame, justification and wanting to do more harm back. Whereas in this, I wanted to role model to our young people to say, hey, if they bring it to our door, we'll address it. But if they're only talking in the shadows and behind our back, let them. Let them. If they want to talk about us, let them. But I will put in place the boundaries and fulfill those boundaries and actually follow through on those boundaries to protect those that I serve and the work that I'm here to do. But doing it from a place of integrity and not to do harm, but to honour my obligations and responsibilities. So my question to you is, where has someone actively been trying to do you harm? And rather than reacting, how can you respond? And 
how can you choose different in this moment to focus on who you're here to be and the work that you're here to do rather than caring about inconsequential people and what they think of you. Big love your mob and if you are doing change work or being change work or actively seeking to do change work or heal yourself, I wish you all the best because this shit is not easy, it's hard, it's scary and I can leave you with this, it is so worth it. The more in alignment I become, the more I open up healing to be a way of being in the world, the more I surrender to my dreaming and move with humility and to, to not know the answers, to not to just hold that space to go, I'm doing the best I can with what I have and what is the done version, a good enough version of the things I need to do in order to be able to continuously move forward and grow in service. And that when I do need and am required to step up, I do so with the intention to do so from service and resilience of responding from the new self and the aspirations I hold rather than reacting and responding from fear and trauma and old selves and old habits that don't serve anyone. Because when we allow ourselves to be our truth and align our choices to our truth, the consequences of our choices will be in service of the life and the future that we are here to live, not to the detriment of those things. Big love you, mob. Hope you have a deadly day, meaningful moments, and well-being. And remember, if you choose to focus your energy and time on what other people think about you, you are taking away time and focus and resources from the things you can be creating, the things you can be coming, and focusing on bringing good things into the world and good energy into your world. Big love you, mob.